Welcome to the Golden Temple Podcast. I am your host, Summer Carol, and I'm going to be dropping in with all of the goals around money, love, sex, business, and relationships. May you breathe in and touch your body to fully open up to receive these codes for you in your expansion, in your evolution as a woman, and may this impact your life and your business. Let's get into it. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Golden Temple, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Golden Temple podcast. Oh my goddess, your girl is so excited to be here today. As you can tell, I'm singing. We know it's going to be a good day. We know it's going to be a good episode when your girl is singing. Your woman is singing. I'm going to say woman. Not with this girl thing. I'm a woman. You're a woman. We're women. We are, we are women. Now, today, my loves, I'm excited. We got a bird at the window and she's just like sitting there looking all majestic and colorful and beautiful. And oh my gosh, I just love birds. So grateful. So fucking grateful today. So grateful for the birds, the bird life that I'm around and the aliveness that I feel, their little pigeony noise that they make, their reminder to fly, yeah, to keep flying, to keep flying high no matter the challenges, no matter the things that come up, especially when we're bleeding, the things that come up in our business, the things that come up in our relationships, right? We are not here for perfection. This podcast, something that something that I really want to get clear on is that this podcast is not a place of perfection. This is a place to dismantle any fucking story. Excuse my, excuse my languaging. You're going to hear the F-bomb dropping in here. I feel like that's just a part of my, part of my languaging when I get passionate. I want you to dismantle the perfection. Now I'm holding my womb today because we're going, we're dropping in with the womb codes. We're going to be talking about bleeding. We're going to be talking about blood. We're going to be talking about the womb portal, the womb wisdoms, the wisdoms that you have. And I believe that we all have our own unique wisdoms and codes that we can tap and tune into when we make space to connect to our womb blood. Now, I want to preface that if you're in here and you're getting a little bit queasy and you're like, oh my gosh, she's going to be talking about pussy blood. She's going to be talking about wind blood. She's going to be talking about blood. Oh my goodness. Oh my goddess. If already you feel a little bit queasy, well, I invite you in to breathe into that. And you can choose to, to, to go away from this podcast if this isn't for you. I really want to preface that I'm going to be talking about all the things in here. And I also trust if you are in here and you are listening to this today, that your soul, your soul knows that you're ready to receive this. You are ready to receive yourself, my love, on a whole deeper, deeper level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you feel it? Can you feel yourself? (laughs) And I want to have fun today in today's episode. I want to have fun. I want to have some fun in today's episode because I've just come out of my bleed. So. 
I've just come out of my winter phase and it was a bit of a journey, you guys. It was a bit of a journey. It was a bit of a journey. I went a little bit deep in this journey this time. And, you know, what I was tuning into, okay, what do the women need? What do they need to receive today? And this was really clear. At first, it wasn't so clear. I was like, oh my goodness, there's so many topics that I want to bring in here. There are so many conversations that I want to have in here that I will be having in here. I've had some of you requesting topics, which some of the things that you've requested, we are going to be going so deep into this upcoming offering that's coming up, Wealth Wisdom. We're going to be going deep in there. So you can actually embody, you can actually embody your wealth and your wisdom. Yeah. And today... I'm ready. I'm ready to bring this in. I'm ready to bring this in. I'm like literally rubbing my womb right now. And I'm just feeling how divine this portal is and how it wasn't always like this. You know, how my journey with my womb wasn't always so connected. And at the same time, how intuitive and in tune I have been at a really young age. So we're going to be taking a little bit of a backstory. of how I feel like I've always been quite rebellious when it comes to questioning the system, questioning what I'm told to do from anyone, my parents, <laughs> the doctor, um, friends, family, um, teachers, any anything. You know, I'm always, ever since I was a child, I've always gone, that doesn't really feel right. It doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. My body, body is saying something else. Mother nature is saying something else. Now, for those of you who don't know, and you can probably already grasp from the way I speak and the way that I'm so connected and I just love nature. Um, I've always had a deep connection to mother nature since a young age. And I believe because of this, she's allowed me to question ways that feel incredibly disconnected to my system, to my womb to my womb, my sacral chakra, to my power center, you know, which is just above, which is deeply connected, our power center, our power. I believe our power really comes online when we make the time, when we prioritize the connection we have with our wombs. So for me, when I was a when I was a little girl, when I was a younger girl, so when I was younger, I was underdeveloped. You could you could say, you know, I I was a late I was a late bloomer. Let's say that I don't want to say underdeveloped. I was a late bloomer. Okay, so all of my friends were getting boobies. They were getting hips. They were getting booties. The boobies and the booties, and my woman was always more. You know, when I'm talking physicality here, I was always more straight up and down. You know, I was, I was bullied. Your girl was bullied. Your woman was bullied all through school, all through these places for, you know, not having boobs, not being, not looking like all the other women were starting to look like, starting to develop. And within this, everyone else was also starting to get their moon time. And I wasn't. So not only was I like, yo, where's my boobs at? Where's my hips at? On a physical level, I'm speaking on a physical level right now. I was also like, why aren't I bleeding yet like everyone else, like all the other women? I'm going to take a sip of my cacao. And you guys, I remember, (laughs) I remember the first day that I got my bleed and I was so excited. I could feel this, um, 
I could feel it. I could feel it in my womb. And, you know, this time in my life, uh, I was also, you know, I was very rebellious at school. I questioned everything, you know, anything that I was learning that wasn't landing for me and didn't excite me. I would literally either sleep, have a nap, eat, or keep wandering out of the classroom, taking lots of breaks, pee pee breaks, um, which I would just literally walk around and like stare at nature. Um, or I would leave and I would go and sit in nature or I would go to the beach. I would just do anything that felt exciting for me. And I remember when I got my bleed and I ran home and I was like, oh my God, I got my, I called it my period back then. I got my period. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Look, 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 mom. I was so excited, you guys. And, um, you know, I started using, I started using your generic pads back then. I also remember going on my first holiday, my first family holiday. And I, you know, I didn't know how to use a tampon. I was, I was like, what is this foreign object that does not feel right to enter my body? And I remember going on a family holiday and I was like, I can't swim. I can't swim because I don't know how to use this, this thing. Shout out. I actually had a friend that taught me how to use a tampon because I was, I was like, there was a disconnect there. There was a disconnect to my yoni. There was like one, there was a disconnect. And two, my intuition knew that I didn't want to to insert this foreign object inside of me. It just didn't seem right. Didn't seem right. Now, when, when I got my, my moon time, uh, I was 14, I was 14 and a bit. And I remember, you know, I, my, my parents, you know, my mom was like, really like, um, she really wanted me to go on the pill at this time in my life. And, you know, I didn't want to go on the pill. I wasn't even sexually active. I was very much, you know, wanting to wait to, you know, have sex. And um, <laughs> I remember we went to the doctors and, you know, I got these things. And I remember I used to throw my tablets out. Like, yes, I took a few of them. I took a few of them and also a lot of them I would throw in the bin. I would literally get them and I would throw them in the bin. There'd be like packets in the bin. There'd be packets just like building up. And I, I, there was just something that I knew inside of me that was like, this doesn't seem normal, that I'm tricking my body, that it's pregnant. And yeah, no, this just doesn't, this, this doesn't feel good for me to be doing this. doesn't feel good. So I didn't take it. And then I just decided to refuse. You know, I was a very, bless my parents. I was very rebellious. And if I didn't like something and if I didn't want to do something, I would make it very known, very known. (laughs) So this was when I was 14. Now, as years went on, when I started um, working full time and, you know, I started getting the moon, then I started experiencing really intense menstrual cramps. And it got really, really, really painful, especially when I had my hair salon. So when I started my own business and I became my, you know, I want to say my own boss, but really I believe I was working for divine and I was really just listening to God and honoring what my purpose was. However, I was really in my masculine energy and not my masculine energy of like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, let's take lots of action. Not like the integrated masculine, more of like the toxic masculine, more of the patriarchal, the old systematic ways of like must work, must work these hours, must execute, you know, be on the floor full time so I could be receiving the abundance that I desired so I could keep developing myself. I could keep traveling. I could keep, you know, investing in um, upgrading my salon. I really desired to have a really bougie salon. 
I wanted it to be really eco-friendly and be able to invest in the top of the notch products so that my clients didn't have chemicals on their skin. You know, this is something I've been very passionate about. And when I first started my salon, it was Meg's hair design, nature inspired, because I just have always been deeply inspired by Mother Gaia. By Mother Gaia. So the pain got really bad, you guys, really bad. And my boyfriend at the time, actually, um, I remember I was just in so much pain and he's like, oh, there's, you know, there's these women that are, you know, they teach you how to sync up and, and live with, you know, work with your moon. And I was like, what is that? That is weird. I, I, I was so in this like must get shit done that I would work on my moon time. I would be getting my bleed whilst with clients and I would be like in just, oh, so much pain. You guys, I'd be running out. I would be literally being sick, being sick. And I would be like getting really dizzy. Um, it got to the point sometimes where I'd have to be like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't complete your hair. Like I remember one time it was that, that hectic that I was like, I can't complete your hair. You know, I couldn't cut her hair. I just had to quick dry it off. And then I was like in a ball in fetus position, just in so much pain. I remember one day in particular, and this just went on, this went on for quite a while and I just didn't know what to do about it. There was one time when I, you know, um, rang my mom and I was like, this is really bad. And she, I've never really been into taking painkillers either. Um, you know, anything pharmaceutical, I just, I'm not against it. You know, that there's modern medicine's been really, really incredible. I'm really grateful for it. Um, for certain, you know, times in my life, especially when I broke my arm, like fuck yes to, to modern medicine. Um, however, you know, if I can, if I, I believe if there's a pain manifesting in the body, there's something emotional linked to that. And that's where I'm at right now. Right. Back then I wasn't aware of that. However, now I'm like, okay, I have a, a physical pain that is manifesting. There is something emotional there that is not getting felt and it's yearning to be felt. So Never like taking painkillers, but this particular time I took painkillers and I was like really sick. Like it was all coming up or everything was coming up. So this is when I was, you know, shutting off and I was disconnecting. Also, I was in an abusive relationship at this time. And yeah, you know, and it wasn't even just this person. It was my own, um, my own distortion around masculinity and what um, this embodiment was in an integrated form and my feminine. You know, my feminine was like following her heart and she was following her soul and she was running the business and she was doing it eco and she was, you know, doing the thing. And she also wasn't giving her just that little bit of time in the winter phase to rest and rejuvenate and to even think that I was worthy of marking that off in my calendar even to do that. So that's a little bit of a backstory and I'm just touching on a few touch points there just to give you a bit of a reference point of where I was and where I am now. So those of you who don't know, you know, I, I had my hair studio for three years and I am now a women's coach and I help women clear through their emotions, feel their emotions so they can become more connected to their purpose, to their power, to their soul's mission, to be leading with their heart, their feminine heart, to open up, to receive more, more love, more joy, more pleasure, and to infuse offerings, your offerings, your offerings with that, your soul offerings with that so that women can feel you, your clients can feel you. So you're not holding on to the past. So you're here present and open and your juices are flowing. It's like this overflow, this overpour. That's what I do now. And I've been doing this now. What has made me so deeply connected and so focused and so 
in tune and deeply connected to my intuition is taking out this sacred, sacred time on my bleed, on my winter phase. Now, what does this look like for me? Now, I really want to preface that this is so different to each and every one of you. I'm not one that teaches you must do this in this phase. You must do that in this phase. I'm very much like this is what I do and this is what um, has worked for me and what I've cultivated over the years of running my now online women's business, my women's coaching business. And then you get to try different things on and take what resonates in here and be like, oh, I might try that. And you might go, "Eh, I'm not really feeling that. Right. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for for women's different perspectives and different viewpoints and different rituals and techniques, because I believe we're all so unique. So for me, I will mark out winter phase. I will mark it out in my schedule. I won't book clients. I won't book um, any social events. I won't book in um, anything that I have to really think I do my best not to have, you know, really, yeah, I don't have intense conversations. So when I say intense conversations, there's going to be no big decisions being made in this phase. Um, Leading up to winter, I will set lots of boundaries as well. So anywhere in my business, anywhere with clients, anywhere in my relationship, my romantic relationship, I will set boundaries because I'm getting prepared to come up and go into my womb cave. I want to be really internal for me. What works for me is I love having the first few days to be in complete solitude if I can. And if my beloved's in the house, I will go into my womb cave and I will put calming music on and I will give my womb massages. I'll have a nap. I'll have a nap. So the first day for me looks like I'll wait. it's generally in the morning. I'll receive her and I feel her and I'm like, oh, you're here Lately, there's been a bit more cramping than usual. So I love to drink ginger tea and just straight root. So this is something that I really learned along my journey is I personally love just getting the root, the natural root, no no packet tea, no nothing fancy, just your root of ginger. And I will cut that up and I will pour hot boiling water over it. I'll let it sit for a few minutes and I drink that. And my menstrual cramps, they start to dissipate that warmth and the, 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 um, the medicine in the ginger. And I have, I'm really into, um, I love going to, you know, thrift shops and finding really ancient books on plant medicine, because I believe that there is so many medicinal properties in plants that we don't even realize. We don't even realize And for me, you know, I've got a particular book that I just love. It's like my Bible, it's my go-to. And there is like, all of the plant queendom kingdom and there are all of the health benefits on these medicinal plants and what they can help with and what they can assist with and the ginger root just happened to appear one day when I had cramps from a client action she's like hey look this and I'm like oh thank you (laughs) so I'm really into that I'm really into that so this is what I do on the first day and then I love to take a nap I will take a nap because I'm generally really tired on this day because, you know, your girl, your woman, your woman, <laughs> I love putting my all into my business. You know, I, I put everything in there and it's really like a time to really let go and c- c- cuddle myself up with my hot water bottle and just have a nap. I'll have a nap. I'll have a sleep. And then I love to get up and I'll go out and I'll do a ceremony. Now, I've recently moved into a, into a house. For those of you who might know, I was in like my own apartment. I was renting for just over a year and it was my priestess temple. That's what I called her. She was my priestess temple. I had the whole temple to myself. However, I had no garden. 
I had no garden. I was starting to miss having a garden. And so where I'm at now and I'm living with my beloved, I have a garden. We have a garden. We have a, a mini food forest. And so it's looking like going out and setting up my sound bowls and taking out my cacao and taking out my journal. And, you know, this, this particular womb, um, moon time, I was singing and I was chanting and I was, you know, singing with Mother Gaia and I was um, thanking her. I was thanking her for holding me, for connecting me, for connecting me deeper to my own wisdom, to my own wisdom, and just actually hearing my blood, feeling my blood, you know, free bleed, free bleed onto her um, is something that I love to do because I can feel it, you know, when you're inserting and there's nothing, I'm not going to judge you if you're someone that's using tampons or pads or anything like this. This is not a judgment. However, what I've noticed personally by using your reusable pads or a moon cup or nothing at all, and just purely free bleeding is you actually get to listen to your wisdom, to your unique womb's wisdom without inserting anything to block that natural flow to let your blood flow baby yeah and this is like an honoring this is like a very sacred deep honoring to your yoni and to the gift that it is to be a woman the sacred gift that it is to be a woman and to be you and how unique you are so this is what my recent bleed looks like. Um, I did a rose offering to the garden, to the food forest. I sang, I, you know, I laid in the sunshine and I just let the sun and I held my womb and I just, you know, massaged her and loved upon her. And it was just so incredible. Drank mama cacao and did a blessing into that. And this is so sacred. This is such a sacred time for me. And this is something that back in the day, be like, oh my God, I don't have the fucking time. Like I've got to do work. I've got to do clients. Like I'm not marking a day off just to do that. I don't know. I didn't see it important. And now the difference for me, especially on the first day doing this and not going online, like this is, and I'm not going to say I'm perfect. Like there's some days on my first day where I'm like, oh my God, I need to share this, this blood download and I might share something. But and I won't be there. You will not see me scrolling and being inspired by other creatives online on this day. I will not be doing that. I will not be doing this. I love to be off my screens as much as possible because it's just so much stimulation that's coming through that the womb doesn't really, I mean, I believe the womb doesn't, is not able to fully access your intuition at its fullest, at its goal to get to the gold when you're being overstimulated with other people's and you know like this is where we can compare oh my god I'm not doing enough I'm not enough like you know all of these stories can come through if we're not aware of this as well versus when we're in summer and it's very different you know like for me I love to go through Instagram and like look at what other people are doing for inspiration and save audios and be like oh I love that I'm going to create something like this but do it in my own flow and to see what's trending and to see, you know, there's always con um, constant upgrades. So I love to do that in summer season and it's coming from a different reference point. It's for inspiration, not scrolling and numbing out. It's very different, right? I love to journal. 
I love to journal directly to my womb. I love to sometimes things drop through for new offerings that might come through and, you know, I'll journal it out and I'll let it solidify. For me, I'm a very open channel and things drop through very quickly for me. I'm very blessed for that. And I believe that comes through because I make space for it. And I believe anyone can do this. Any of you can do this. Recently, day before my bleed, wealth wisdom came through. And then through my bleed, it was like a cleansing and a purification of anything that wasn't in alignment for this offering, for the gold that is wanting to come through for this incredible fucking offering that's coming up. Being on my first and second day of bleed looks like soaking my pads in some warm water and taking that blood and gifting it back to the earth and and holding my palms on mother and thanking her, allowing her in more, more of her richness, more of her activation, more of her grounding. You know, I'm an earth sign, so I've always deeply been connected to her naturally. (laughs) So it's an honouring to thank her for all the wisdom she gives me, gifts me. And also when we are bleeding, you know, there's a bit more inflammation than usual. So actually grounding and rooting and connecting barefoot on her, on mother, is actually going to help with the inflammation. Yeah, it's going to help you with that, be able to open so you're not in discomfort. The third day I'm starting to, you know, starting to warm up a bit more and, you know, I'm starting, I'm still a bit tired. So it's lots of resting, you guys. It's lots of laying down. And, you know, for me, I'm very, very blessed. Like I have a very um, incredible partner who helps me so much. Can I get you anything? Can I get you some water? Can I make you a cacao? Can I do your laundry? Like he will... And he's been doing this since I've moved in so I can be more in my queen energy. And so I can, you know, be more connected and focus on my creative channel, which is my gift, my genius. And he will help do the cleaning. He will not help. He will do the cleaning and he will do the laundry and he will do the cooking and he will do the things. So I can just completely rest because he knows by me doing that, that I am opening up to mother I'm opening up to God and I'm I'm actually letting that gold come through so when I'm coming out to you guys and I'm bringing through the juice you can feel me you know some of you are like oh my god I can really feel your power I can feel your energy and like I thank you so much for that and I receive that so deeply and it's like that is a reflection of your power that is brewing inside of you that wants to come out is like so deeply yearning to come out so deeply. So today's episode is mainly touching on winter phase. I'm not going to go into all the phases here. I really just felt the, 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 the nudge, the nudge to come through today and share, you know, what it looks like for me on my bleed and how this is one of my favorite seasons now. Like it was one of my most hated seasons, one of the most inconvenient um, to now like loving it. And it's also brought me closer to women. Because my belief system is when a woman deeply connects to herself and she prioritizes her self-love and she loves herself so deeply that she's going to take out those first two days or three days or four days, whatever resonates for you, to be with Earth Mother, to be with your womb, to listen, to purify, not just energetically and physically, like physically shedding you guys. This is just take a moment, take a moment to feel into that. We physically shed every month. What a gift. What a sacred gift. (laughs) 
Oh, so good. I've got tingles, got tingles, got tingles down the left side of my leg. My feminine is like, oh yes, baby, you are just born for this. You are born to bring this medicine through. And here's our embodiment. You know, this is our embodiment as well. It's like, this is our devotion to, to ourselves, to earth mother and our devotion to our business. And this is like magnetic. You know, this is, this is magnetic. This is when we magnetize the women that can feel us. They can feel us. And it's just something about you. They're like, there's just something about this woman that I need to be in her proximity. I need to be around her. I need to be in her offering. I need, I desire, I, I fucking desire. My womb is, is deeply yearning to be around this woman because there is so much to unlock here. There is so much reflection here that I get, that I'm ready to receive, that I'm willing to receive the wonderment, the wisdom of her womb. So I know for me, I've connected to some incredible women from this ritual. So many incredible women and I continue to open up and this is how I run my business. This is how I embody my business. Embody. And this is how, when I, when I run my offerings, I receive incredible feedback of like, wow, like this was incredible. Like I could really receive myself. I felt safe. I felt I could go the deepest I've ever gone. And, you know, this is like the safety and the depth and the devotion that I've created and cultivated for myself. And this allows my clients to really go there. And it feels so good. So incredible. And the self-responsibility of, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to love my womb and I'm going to prioritize this so that our daughters can just fall and be so in love with herself. Like the minute she's born, because <laughs> she can feel the devotion of her mother and we're healing our lineage. You know, from me doing this work, I recently got to see my grandmother and spend time with her. My Nana, I don't even know why I said grandmother. Nana, I call her my Nana. I call both of my Nana's Nana. I got to spend time with my Nana who I haven't seen since I was like seven years, years young. And we just connected instantly and the conversation flowed so effortlessly. And she was just like in awe of like the way that I live. And I was in absolute awe of the way that she lives and just how golden her heart is and her devotion to her community and how much she's giving and how much she's receiving the love from her beloved and just how grateful I am. And I know that the work that I do allows me to fully be there present with her and to know, oh my goodness, like I'm there smiling away because I know that this work is connecting me to her and these similarities that we deeply have to our Nana. We might not have, you know, there's certain parts I believe with our mother that, you know, we have, and, and there's parts where we're like, we don't, we're like, I don't, I don't resonate with this. I just can't seem to connect with my mother on this point. Right. And then we connect to our Nana and we're like, oh my goodness, there's that thing. And there's just this different connection with our mother and our Nana, our feminine bloodline. It's very different to our masculine bloodline. And this connects us more to our masculine bloodline as well, because when a woman is more connected to herself and she's in her feminine energy and she's receptive, she's able to receive more and the masculine feels safer to be around you. He's like, oh, she's got her. She is fucking powerful. And then you get to reflect back your power to the masculine. Then he feels powerful. 
And he feels in tune and he can hold that pillar of the masculine. He's like, I fucking got you, boo. Let's go. Let's create. All your gods dripped in and he's like, let's fucking go. Like, I know I've got that with my masculine. I'm like, babe, this is dropping in. It feels so fucking good. Let's go create magic. And he's there. He's like, let's go. (sighs) So good. And then, yeah, we've got our moments in, you know, that time of the bleed where I'm like, "Ah, you know, I can feel the frustrations and something that my love and I have really harnessed is, um, is very different when you're a single woman. And then when you're in a partnership, um, to be able to sit down and, you know, communicate my needs to my love, you know, and, and go through and go through the seasons with him. So he's like, oh, I, I get this. And your relationship like flourishes in such profound ways. Another thing that prioritizing the sacred time with your womb is your creativity, my love. Like, oh, your womb is this channel, is this portal, is this cauldron of creation. So another thing that we've journeyed through in the priestess portal in 3.0 is we actually did a blood ceremony and this was requested. This was an edge for me, even as a facilitator to facilitate. It was requested to me because the women know some of the women that are really close to me, they know that this is a ceremony I've been doing for years. And it's something I've been harnessing in my own space before it was cool, by the way, I want to preface that I've been doing this work since it was cool. (laughs) You know, before everyone was doing the moon mask online, I'm like, yo, I've been doing this. This isn't to toot my own horn. This is just like, oh my gosh, like, wow, this is actually a cool thing now, you know? <laughs> and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that so many women are sharing their beautiful, beautiful blood and owning it. It, it honestly makes me so happy. I'm going to have another sip my cacao. Mm. So it was requested that I do a, a womb, a blood ritual. And so in 3.0, something that I love to do as well is if I am going to know that I'm going to be doing a ritual, um, a ritual, I do a ritual every time, but a a particular ritual where I I know that I'm going to require more of my blood, I will take my womb, my my womb cup, my moon cup, and I will collect my blood. Um, Sometimes on the first, second, third day, sometimes just on the second day, my, my moon is generally quite light. So, you know, generally on the second day, it's enough, you know, for me just to have what I need. And I will take that blood and I will either put it through a, a spell that I'm doing, a love spell, or I will actually pour it over my body and use it as a face mask. Now in 3.0, we actually did this and it was one of the most fucking profound ceremonies I have ever done. You guys like, oh my goodness, the fucking shifts and the miracles and the women that were like having incredible breakthroughs, like women that have been working with me for some time were like, and now I'm connected to my womb and now I'm connected to my power. And now I'm connected to my creativity. It's like we can go and do these off these. Um, we can go and learn through the mind of like, you know, okay, our sacral chakra is for creative energy. And this is where we cultivate our creations and da, 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 And there is nothing wrong with that. I am all for sexifying our brains and knowing and, and, and receiving our own intelligence. And I'm so big, bigger than all of that. I'm so here for embodiment. And for me, cultivating this very sacred, 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 sacred ritual has been the embodiment of my power. 
And because of cultivating that, women that access that through me, they they get that instantly. <laughs> and it can also bring up where we shame ourselves without even consciously realizing where we shame our own womb blood, where we think, you know, I'm not going to go into all the stories of what, what can come through. And it's just like really incredible to observe that. And it's always a permission to go into that and clear and and open up to the magnificence and the wonderment and the power and the creativity that lies in that blood, or we can shut it down. And also this isn't for everyone. You know, some women aren't ready for this. (laughs) Some women aren't ready for this. And some women are like, I am fucking ready for this. (laughs) This is an edge for me to share here because, um, yeah, it's 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 edgy and it's not. Because for me, this is like this is not this is my normal, and there's something about you know putting it on your face and oh, just the vibrancy. It's like to just think about this: you're taking your sacred wisdom from your womb. That's you. That's coming out of you. And you're rubbing that on your face. Just take a moment to think how sacred that is in itself and how, what a, for me, like what an act of self-love that is. And every time I do this and I, and I have the mask on my face and I wash it off, my face, you guys, is so vibrant. And like I could be paying hundreds and thousands of dollars for beauty products, which I don't do, or I could do this one womb mask once a month and feel like I've got a whole new face. And look at me. I mean, you guys can't see me. I, I mean, my camera's on over on this end. I'm quite youthful looking. I'm 30, but and my face looks quite young. You know, I've had people think I'm in my early 20s and things like this. So, <laughs> you know, it's like it's amazing. And it's like if you want to feel that glow from the inside out and not have to rely on all these products, which you might love investing in these products, there's nothing wrong with that either. And also you get to access that from your womb. and how empowering that is to not have to outsource for your beauty it's like oh I am beautiful my my womb is so fucking beautiful gorgeous divine and I'm gonna rub that on my face and then I'm gonna rub it off and I'm going to witness this rebirth as I emerge out of my womb cave and I enter spring which you girls in spring keep saying you girl we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with that We're in our spring phase and we're opening up into our flower and we're like, see me, I'm ready. See me in my power. See me in my glory. (laughs) So, oh, you know what? There's like this softening I can feel in my womb bringing this conversation through. This is a really a requested one from me, you know, to speak about this journey and, you know, how I've cultivated my power and my, my knowing and my confidence. And, you know, from coming from hairdressing industry, and relying on external, excuse me, external beauty and even external validation through sex uh, a lot of my life, you know, having a lot of sex and um, relying on that validation outside of me, there's something that's just been very empowering to go, you know what, I'm not going to invest in tampons, in pads and in all these expensive products and I'm actually going to reclaim my power and my confidence and radiate from the inside out through these rituals, through breath work, through sacred, sacred self-pleasure ceremonies. There's like a combination and an array of modalities that I work and I put all together in a very, very nice, um, heartfelt, soul-felt 
experience and it's like years of the work that I've done on myself and it's really powerful and I'm just yeah I'm so grateful to be bringing this conversation through today it feels really really great and it feels like at a really great time as well to bring it through seeing as I've yeah just come out of my winter phase so one more thing I want to mention as well is what's really empowering and I I feel like I was going on this before and then I started talking about something else is the connection when you are connecting to your blood and these rituals and how it opens up to the sisterhood. And then where I want to go from that is how that then when women gather in ceremony, in sacred ritual through these rituals, it might be with your blood. It might be just meditating into your womb as a starting point. It might be um, doing sacred sexuality work. It might be, yeah, anything like this dance, dance embodiment, NLP, um, Reiki, you know, all of these fantastic things. Um, when we come together as women in ceremony, we're actually healing Mother Gaia. We are raising the vibrational frequency of Mother Gaia. We are expanding our, um, our energetic field. And imagine us coming together, like say, you know, 100, 200 women coming together and really expanding our energetic field out as a community, as a sacred sovereign sisterhood. And how Mother Guy is going to feel that. The rest of humanity is going to feel that. And therefore, when we are cultivating these rituals, we are making more conscious decisions. So that leads me to like when we're bleeding, rather than investing in, you know, t- um, tampons and pads and then that just going into landfill and then that ending up in our waterways, our sacred, holy waters of purification, Um, we actually start to buy the reusable pads. We start to buy the moon cups. We start to free bleed. So that is no longer going in and harming mother nature. And could you imagine how many pads and tampons are used from a woman alone in one lifetime? Like, and I don't want you to judge yourself and wrong yourself right now. It's just like these realizations have come through for me, you know, big time. Like they've really dropped in. And it just feels so empowering to know I'm not outsourcing on any of that. I'm like, I've got my little reusable pads and I have my rituals and like, it's, it's incredible. And then those decisions just keep rippling from that. And we continue to heal mother Gaia, preserve her, love upon her. By doing that, we're loving ourselves. It's just all connected. Our offerings are so enriched and are, and are raising the frequency for humanity. You know, we're really operating from soul. We're doing good in this world. And that's where we feel so fulfilled. We go, we go to sleep at night. We're very fulfilled. We're very nourished. And we get to receive wealth from that. We are embodying our wealth and we are receiving money from doing good in this world. Are you kidding me? Like, does it get any better than this? <sighs> oh, my gosh. So, oh, if you are feeling the call to be in the sacred sovereign sisterhood and actually embody your power as a woman. We're not going to be doing a blood ritual in there. I just want to preface that. That's for when you want to go deeper with me. Um, But we are going to be doing a lot of embodiment rituals in there. So you are feeling sexually empowered, sensually liberated, connected to your knowing, connected to your power. You are creatively open. You are this conduit of divine love. Everything is flowing through you and you just do the thing. You are taking the action because it's like God is moving through you. Goddess is moving through you. Mother nature is guiding you home deeper into yourself. And therefore you're actually getting the results for your clients. If you are a woman that is an action taker, 
you know what to do. Head over to my Instagram, DM me, secure your spot. This is not something you want to miss. I am so unbelievably excited for this offering, you guys. It's a five-day experience and we are doing it. We are going to be taking a deep dive so you can embody wealth first and foremost. So you can fully receive yourself and receive the money and receive everything else in your life with so much gratitude. I feel complete. If anything's come alive, please, I'm loving your guys' DMs of like how you're receiving this and how you're receiving yourself. I am loving the feedback so much. Please keep bringing it. Just message me over on the Golden Temple podcast, Instagram, I just, or Summer Carol, whichever one um, you're connected to me to, um, because we love, we love receiving what comes through for you. It's, it's incredible and it's so powerful. And I'm so here for community building and I'm honoring you guys for making it this far through this episode. I know we've done a lot of ground cover today on winter phase and there's just so much more. I could literally sit here all day, just talking about winter phase alone. Um, more of that in my other offerings, because that's where we really take a deep dive. So you're embodying your winter phase, you're embodying and living in harmony with mother nature, living cyclically the way that we were born to live. I love you and I will see you next week in the next episode. Bye for now.